0: Let's rock and roll! Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on Rock and Roll Podcast we have Captain Naysayer, and they have a self titled day de- is it debut album,
1: uh, EP. Yeah, it's an album EP. We call it EP just for marketing purposes. But okay, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. So they've got a, a new EP out called Captain Naysayer, self titled, released on February thirteenth. Right now I'm being joined by Arthur to share some more information about this band, the release. So Arthur, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely great to have you on. Now, something you mentioned initially was that you traveled the length of distance to come to the absolute middle of nowhere to go to university uh, in Lethbridge, Alberta. So were you learning about potatoes? Like, what what were were you going to school for?
1: History and political sciences, uh, double degree, double major. Yeah, with a minor in philosophy. And then I decided to start again in Belgium. Okay. So, because I'm I'm actually Brazilian, so it's, I've been everywhere. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Yeah. Actually, the funny thing is, when your name came up, I thought that's not a Belgian name.
1: Nope. No. Yeah, everyone else in the band has a Belgian name, but not not me. You could have thought I was Italian with a uh, Pagliarini, uh-huh. but um, no, Brazilian. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, to my knowledge, there's a vast Italian community, or at least at one point, a lot of Italian immigration to Brazil.
1: Yeah, for sure. Italian, German, actually all of European places. It just depends on what part of the country you're from. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a different community. Even Japanese, we have like the largest uh, Japanese community outside of Japan, the largest African community outside of Africa in general, in in sheer numbers, not necessarily percentage-wise. Yeah, and European as well, so it's just a very mixed country.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes a little more sense then, because I thought to myself, why in the world would you go to... To Lethbridge <laughs> to do a political science if you're in Belgium, it yeah, was- in
1: Brussels, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm not the capital of Europe, I was. Oh, I'm gonna go to the middle of nowhere and do the the thing. Yeah, no, it's. I actually really liked it. I really liked uh, Canada up to this day is still my favorite country. So yeah, it was really fun. Okay,
0: why is that? What is it about Canada?
1: Um, uh, coming from a from a country where nothing works, and now living in a in a European country that is the most similar to Brazil that I could expect. Um, everything in Canada works, things work. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to talk to the government. You don't have to register yourself in the commune. How, how, I had to do that here. Like it took me two months just to get my ID just because it's I had to register the commune and then a police officer has to come to my house. I wasn't at home, so he, I have to send in a freaking email. And then, like, two weeks later, he's going to come back at 5 a.m. And then I'm going to have to show him where I'm living. Like, it's it's insane. It's the, the bureaucracy, the, the, I don't know. It's, it's just nice to live in a country where everything works. And, and also, Alberta is a province where, where there's a lot of oil money. Can't deny that, right? So There
0: was. I don't
1: know. There was. That's true. That's true. I left in 2017, September. I don't know how things have been after that, but up until that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that. Yep.
0: Right um, about that time is when things were tanking. So between it started tanking in 2014 and I was in oil and gas making all that money you were talking about, uh, which is why I moved here. And then uh, by t- uh, late 2016, end of 2016, I was out of work and couldn't find any work. And then that started the struggle and, uh, yeah, it's been going on since then. And the pandemic obviously hasn't helped matters. Yeah.
1: Either. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You but could-
1: still, still, I would give any, anything to be back there because it just, <laughs> the country is nice. The people is not, are nice. Like everything, everything is nice. It's just, everyone's polite. Things work. Nobody jaywalks. That's a thing. <laughs> I learned there not to do it, not to cross the street when the, when the lights are red. And now here in Europe, everybody does it, or at least in Belgium, because it's Belgium. Everybody does it. And I'm like, dude, I've been taught not to do this. I learned not to do it. And now I got to do it again. Yeah.
0: Western Canada. Yes. And Eastern Canada is a completely different beast. Fair Um, enough. I spent a lot of time in Eastern Canada before coming here. And there was one time I was going downtown or I was living downtown. I was going to work on the weekend in the office and downtown Alberta exists only monday through friday between like 9 a.m and 5 p.m like there's no but nothing's there so there was was nothing there i was just doing my thing i had just come from like the toronto montreal area uh i can't remember exactly where i was for months before i had come back uh home to edmonton and uh yeah i got pulled over for jaywalking and i was like what are you doing right now he's like (laughs) you were you were jaywalking i was like there's nobody here like are you trying to meet a quota? Like, get out of my face. Like, what are you doing right now? <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I know there's nobody here, but it was jaywalking. And I'm like, he's like, are you not from here? And I was like, well, I just spent like three or four months in you know, like Toronto or whatever. And he's like, OK, so it diff- it's different here. <laughs> but yeah, very, very Western Canadian thing. Like, there's nothing going on and people are waiting for the light to change. It's, it's kind of yeah. mind boggling, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In that case, like, yeah, sure. I, you can, I can understand why people would just jaywalk, but here it's absolutely insane. Like, I feel like I'm back in Sao Paulo basically, <laughs> but I'm, I'm in Europe and I'm like, dude, what, what the hell is going on? The Germans here, they go insane because they look around and they, you know, like, it's, they can't get in, into their minds that you can, you're actually able to cross the street in the red light. And they're like, dude, don't, don't do that. That's not supposed to be done. And I'm like, thank you. Someone understands me. I learned that I learned not to do it. It's, yeah. it's, it becomes a habit. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say you're probably in the French part of Belgium then, if that's what's going on.
1: Uh, Brussels is the middle, but there's more French people. Yeah. Okay, for sure.
0: Cool. All right. Later on on the stereotype podcast, we'll chat about.
1: <laughs> we can talk about how Brazilians are gonna steal your car and your jobs. That's fine too.
0: Oh wow! Very cool.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. We'll get some. We'll get some copérnices. Ca- is that what, how do you say it?
1: the drinks uh, oh, oh caipirinhas. Cap- yeah yeah we'll get yeah, some for we'll, sure
0: we'll get some of those and what's that what's the the stew called with all the the pork
1: oh feijoada yeah feijoada yeah that's a good Whoa, well, that's a good one
0: okay perfect yeah. you could say you're living again
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes i could well oh, i buy that have you ever had a brazilian barbecue or a Argentina barbecue that also counts. The one that that where the swords, uh, the meat comes on in like there's a sword sticking through the meat. Guy uh-huh. brings the, the the sword and you just choose the part of the the meat that you want. It's uh-huh. pretty good, man.
0: We have Brazilian steakhouses uh, and Argent steel, Argentinian style steakhouses. I don't know how um, accurate they are, obviously, but I've 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 been to the ones that we have here.
1: Mm-hmm. I went to the, uh, one in Calgary. That, that's the one I went to. And it was pretty accurate. The only thing that they didn't have was chicken heart. And I was like, man, come on. It's like yeah. half of the thing. Yeah. But uh, but it's, it was pretty accurate. Even the cuts, like the, because the cuts are different. Yeah. And so even the cuts were accurate. That's why it was like 50 bucks a person. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
0: Pompa. You're probably talking about Pampa.
1: I think so. Yeah. I think that's the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's a pretty good restaurant. I don't know how it is now, but when I went there, it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Boom, fifty bucks, and then they send you to the salad bar so you can get filled up and not eat any meat, yeah,
1: yeah, that's that yeah, that's the strategy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: beautiful, okay, now, speaking of strategies with living again and changes and captain naysayer uh this this single, living again has a lyric video is obviously important why why this track, and what's it about
1: so um the track is is basically. I think it's this one. Yeah, this one I wrote the lyrics for, except for the for the for the chorus. That was a group thing. And uh, I I just heard the song and I'm like, mm, I feel like it's I'm I'm getting off off of a, a drunken stupor. That's what, how I feel about it, right? And that's that's where the the idea came from. That's how the song starts. I raise my head, I feel the dizziness coming in, um, and so it's and that's the, that's the idea. It's just you party so hard that the next day you're just like, whoa and but there you don't have any time to to rest because there's another party or there's another like things just keep going and Mm -hmm. you're living again every single day you're just living again and living again and that's that's pretty much what the song is about yeah uh yeah that's to be to be very uh, honest uh the lyric video it was my first attempt to do a lyric video i just like i needed to do one we need I, i said to the band i'm like guys we need to do one nobody knows how to do one okay i'm gonna try and do one so you can actually see how the video itself improves (laughs) as it goes by like the beginning of it is just super simple and as it goes by uh it it just starts getting better and it took me like some parts of the video took me so long to render that i'm like dude am i am i even doing this right so it's more (laughs) more of a yeah (laughs) it's more of a um I don't know, just just me trying out to see what looks cool and what doesn't look cool with a lyric video than, than anything specific and what matches the song. It had honestly before we before we got to this version of it, I had a video with just a bunch of ducks, literally like just ducks walking around and just marching to the sound of the music. And I'm like, guys, this is super funny. And they just saw it and they're like, No, this is this is stupid, man. <laughs> no, what the hell are you doing? So um <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. It's so that's that's what the song is about. It's just just partying hard and and just living the, the each day to the fullest and just uh, getting up with a massive hangover <laughs> the next day.
0: Uh-huh. But you're Brazilian, so I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can't imagine how how it is here in Belgium, the the, the country of beers. So, and my job, it's basically based off of my job. Uh, before the, the pandemic hit, I was working as a, um, a pub crawl guide. <laughs> and my job was literally to just take people around drinking beer and just partying hard for like <laughs> six or seven hours. I would get out of my house at like 6 8, uh, p.m. and arrive at noon the next day mm-hmm. just because I ended up in the, on the other side of the, of the city and mm-hmm. just stay
0: there. Speaking of Belgium, so, one one second. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ugh.
1: Ugh. I can't I can't read uh, it's yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I can see everything but the label. Cali. <laughs> the yeah, I think the filter is is filtering out the label. It's oh, not filtering out the black stuff. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Cali something Cali bout. Is that what it said? Ah, uh, I can't read it. Finest. Oh, finest Belgian chocolate. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That was actually part of my job too. Teaching, teaching people. Oh, now now I can see perfectly. Yeah. Teaching people how to, to mix beer and chocolate, which you can surprisingly do very well. Oh, wouldn't surprise me. No. no Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty good. So
0: yeah. So I've got, yeah. Belgian chocolate is amazing. Yeah. Five kilos of Calibo dark chocolate right here. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> but depending on where you are in Belgium, it's either Calabote or Calibo. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 for sure.
0: So if you're French, it's Calibo, and if you hate the French, I think that's pretty much it. Either you're French or you hate the French, um, and then you.
1: Uh, I, I would say, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Or, or you could you could be like the one percent that's German, but nobody ever remembers them.
0: No, I've chatted so. with a lot of bands from Belgium, and they're either French or uh i guess just not french i can, i don't know exactly what what they are but i don't know that i've chatted with anybody who's german
1: yeah there, there's there's a, a small part in the uh in the east oh, yeah that's uh the german people mm-hmm. but uh the majority of the country it german is a, an official language here believe it or not but um yeah the majority of the country is either uh wallonian the french or flemish which is
0: dutch flemish that's yeah. right that's right, Flemish.
1: It's interesting you you talk to a lot of uh, uh French bands or Wallonian bands. It's mm-hmm. interesting because uh, uh uh captain Acer we're on the on the Flemish side and so we have zero contact with the Wallonian side. It's a there's a very harsh divide. Mm-hmm. We, we never play there, we never hear from the other side. It's really interesting. <laughs> we play in a lot of places here. I mean, not now because of COVID, but um but, yeah, there's there's a big divide. So it's interesting to me that you, you talk to a lot of French bands.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they see Canada and they think, oh. Uh, but For then sure.
1: I... Oh, everybody asks me. <laughs> everybody asks me, oh, so you went to Canada, you speak French. I'm like, no. Nope. Nope. Most of Canada doesn't actually speak French. Mm-mm. It's an official language, but it's not everywhere.
0: No. And I mean, it's
1: not spoken everywhere.
0: No, if you had the chance to go to uh, French Canada, you would see a completely different world. It's uh, almost because like where you were at is probably like more like 70 to 90% American and the rest being yep. European. Uh, whereas French Canada is like the the exact opposite. It's mostly European with that splash of, of like American culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I went to Montreal a couple of times and it's exactly that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it, it,
1: it even looks like, like here. <laughs> yeah,
0: the times in 24 hours you yeah know, everything everything there is uh is is spot on uh, like yeah boom we could go on for days days mm-hmm. days arthur we got to talk about changes so yeah is there a theme to the record because you mentioned you know living again you're teaching people how to mix together shame and Calibou, and <laughs> for sure you know, how, how much fun that is. And if anybody out there, you know, in podcast land watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, wherever you are in the world, uh, if you've never experienced Shame or Calibo or both together.
1: Yeah. I would recommend, yeah, the dark chocolate with, Ooh, whatever is bitter there. I think they're bitters, uh, the bitter, bitterest. Can you say that? Bitterest, the most bitter, uh, that they have is it the blue? I don't remember which one. Whatever the the most bitter that they have, that's the best combination uh, with with dark chocolate. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't know if there's a theme to the album. Uh, I would say the theme there's a theme to the band for sure, which is that is this this '90s uh, sorry yes '1970s uh, what like space vibe that we have. With the captain and the and the, the what we call the the octo which is our, our cover, um, and all, all the all the advertisement that we do, everything that we talked about uh, online, it's always this this. It always goes back to space, but the album itself, there I don't think we have a theme. It's just music that we like to hear, and we thought that people would like to hear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, trying to recover something that that I don't know doesn't. We don't often hear nowadays uh, this very very 70s uh, style rock rock and roll. That's basically what it is, uh, and that's that's what changes is too, right? Changes changes is a is a song about about the ex wife of one of the one of the um, uh, members of the band, and it's basically like your most what um, honest or true. Uh, rock song right is a song about a heartbreak or a song about uh, a woman basically um which is <laughs> I, I grew up knowing that rock is about two things you're either talking about a woman or you're talking about your car or if you're a deep purple you're talking about both um yeah but yeah that's that's and that's what we that's that's what changes is about um yeah no i would <laughs> otherwise i'm gonna keep extending myself but yeah i think that's that explains the songs. The song pretty well.
0: Okay, cool. No, that makes makes a lot of sense. Um, the pandemic. Did that how how was that? And I guess my next question is: Are you grateful for where you ended up with regard to being in the world? Because you could have been in Brazil.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Or Canada. Um, I would have loved to have have stayed in Canada. To be, to be honest, you guys have been doing pretty well. Compared to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, I don't think anywhere else people actually got paid to stay at home. Like, it's, uh, I know, I, I don't know what that's gonna do for the economy, but at least for now.
0: Well, um, there are people, and I can comment on my own opinion on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. That's definitely been on the news quite a bit. People roasting our prime minister and saying, hey, you're paying everybody $2,000 a month to sit at home. At what point are we going to have repercussions from that? And I agree with the prime minister who says we can borrow money from our own government at a significantly better rate than you can. You know, so they can borrow money because they print the money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whereas if I were to personally borrow money, it would be at 20 percent interest on a credit card. Yeah. So. Immediately, I know that the economy is going to come back. I know that we're safer as a result because I myself stayed at home for four months without having to worry while I'm watching my neighbor burn. So I don't think that the answer to that is too far off because we can see what it looks like just by hopping over the fence. Yep. And saying, well, do you want to see the alternative to somebody not getting $2,000 a month? Just look over the wall. And you'll see what that looks like. And it looks like hell on earth. So I think that it kind of solves itself. And maybe these pundits are just asking this question because it, it drives clicks. It drives media usage. Maybe they're not actually, you know, in real life burning our prime minister, but I'm very happy with his behavior. And I actually wrote him a letter thanking him.
1: Well. That's pretty nice yeah and that's the thing here again Belgium is is it wasn't doing as as well as Canada was until until a few years ago so it's they didn't have the money to do that but still there's way more support I mean I'm from Brazil so there's zero support we our president decided not to buy the vaccines like <laughs> it goes down to that point like he, <laughs> he bought all, what all the literally the whole stock of I don't know how you say that in English. Uh, clarkine, clor- clarkine. That's a there's a there's a drug that does nothing for COVID. But at the beginning of of the pandemic, mm. people thought that it did something. Yeah. And basically, the United States realized, yeah, it, it doesn't do anything. And our president was like, hell not, give it to me. We're gonna buy your whole stock. So we have like <laughs> I don't know, hundreds of years worth of, of medicine that doesn't do anything. And instead of buying the, the the vaccine. And here I'm I'm grateful because it's. Even with all the pandemic, like uh, quarantine here has been very strong in all of Europe, but very strong. Like I've, I've been stuck at home, on and off since March last year. So it was March until like I think June, and then two or three months where we could go out, but not too much, and then quarantine again. And now we're still in quarantine with a curfew, and you can't stay outside. Like it, and it's been pretty strong. Yeah. But at the same time, we were able to record an album we were able to to advertise our, ourselves to a lot of people. Uh, we're going to get vaccinated, right? Uh, but f- like for free, as I have to do nothing. Right. And I'm a, I'm a foreigner, right? I'm just living here. And they just said, yeah, no, you get vaccinated as well. So I'm pretty grateful for that. Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Cool. All right. Sweet. Well, I believe that concludes our interview, my good man. We chatted about almost anything but Captain Naysayer. But I... <laughs>
1: yeah sorry man we
0: we we naysay we naysayed the captain naysayer (laughs) Um, yeah fair enough but no that's not true we chatted about living again the lyric video uh we chatted about changes we chatted about the album we chatted about a lot of things regarding captain naysayer and then uh because you had mentioned that you lived in lesbridge we went on a big uh tirade and uh as somebody who enthuses probably too many belgian things such as chocolate and we have stella in the in the fridge upstairs uh, nice,
1: nice,
0: yeah we
1: yeah there's there's five 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 things that that everyone should know it's that if you like belgium those are the five five things it's fries, uh beer, um chocolate, uh waffles, and mussels, those are the five things, and you can never go wrong with any of those here, like they're always amazing everywhere you go, so yeah okay. i can, i know I know exactly why you bought the chocolate, and Stella is also good, so yeah
0: yeah well we also got a really good deal on it you remember do you remember the, the store costco yeah they have a liquor store and i was able to get uh stella for a dollar 90 a beer from costco
1: Ooh, that's nice yeah yeah because yeah, beer there's oh i forgot how beer, how expensive beer is in canada damn yeah <laughs> like that costs here uh was maybe a euro euro 50 but that's yeah that's for like three or four Yeah, it's way cheaper here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have forgotten how expensive alcohol is there.
0: It's very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. People are concerned there's not enough money to go around, and yet our gas and our alcohol is taxed to hell. So
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) It's like a (laughs) dollar something, a liter for gas, and it's like if you take away all the taxes, it's like 30 cents a liter or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Sweet. All right. Well, Arthur, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today.
1: Well, thank you for having me.